welcome to Spare Time. The podcast where we recap the month and tell you about what we've been doing in our spare time. Yes, we are believers in spare time being sacred time. And we really fuck with a hobby. Really fuck with a hobby. We really fuck with a passion project. Big time. We get into it. We're obsessed. We're obsessed. And we're going to talk more about what exactly we're obsessed with this month. Yes. Um, That's Marie. And that's Elisa. Hi. Hi. Any updates for our friends here before we jump right in? I feel like we could update about the book club. Ooh, let's do it. So we have some really exciting news, which is that we have a bookstore partner for our book club. And that bookstore, you've heard about them, you know about them. It's Solid State Books here in D.C. It's the best bookstore in town, IMO. It really is. No, I think I think that's just objective. Mm-hmm. They are so wonderful, and it's on H Street Northeast, mm-hmm. and we're going to be an official book club with them. So fun. And we're probably going to do, I mean, you'll be shocked to learn this, we're probably going to do a little bit something a little bit out of the ordinary for our book club Mm. so stay tuned if you're local to the area we would love to see you in person for some stuff we've heard your calls yes you want to get together you said garden party and we said we said okay we heard book club (laughs) you know there will be snacks there absolutely will be snacks. it wouldn't be a spare time book club without them yeah we don't know how to do anything without snacks yeah so stay tuned um i'm gonna tell you what we're calling it because i think it's cute so cute spare time offline yeah because we're gonna be irl Ugh, we're I mean, so excited better than like community building yes and we hope that you liked our episode with dr daniel an icon an honest to god icon to be frank and if i may toot you our may. own horn here i was pretty impressed with us I fucking loved him. I thought it was great. Yeah. And that was our first interview ever, Marie. I know. Good for us. I mean, he made it easy. He made it easy. But we had a good time. And I think we got into some pretty meaningful uh, stuff. I think we got to the Jew, if you know what I mean. I do. I really do. Yeah. So coming up in our next book club episode, hopefully we'll bring you another interview. Yeah. We really enjoyed that. So hope you did too. And we're looking forward to doing more of it. More. Um, more if you more. forgot, our next book club books are Easy Beauty mm-hmm. by Chloe Cooper Jones. And Yerba Buena by Nina LaCour. Yes. You read Yerba Buena. I did. I <gasps> we did. haven't even really talked about I it. No, We haven't talked about it at all. No, like in our friendship, we haven't spoken about it. It was, I thought it was really good. <gasps> I loved it. I loved it as much as I thought I would. I love that. Yeah, it was great. I flew through it. Oh, it's an easy book. It's it's a simple, perfect, sweet, mm-hmm. complicated, layered oh, read. Keep saying adjectives. Yeah, it's a little bit of it all. Um, amazing. And there's so much food stuff in it. You didn't tell me. It's a restaurant, baby. I didn't even realize. And Yerba Buena is an herb. An herb. I've never heard of Yerba Buena. Before. I had heard of Yerba Buena. You have? We. Because I've had a Yerba Buena, a Yerba Buena tea before, I think. <gasps> in Special. In Sudamerica. 
In where? In South America. Oh. I think in Peru, maybe, or in Ecuador. Oh my God, cool. Any minty. tasting notes? Yeah, like minty. Spearmint light. Spearmint if light. If I'm recalling properly. Yeah, there is a lot of food. I loved it. Was it was really fun. Yeah, I thought it was so great. I want it to be a movie. It's gotta be, right? It's gonna be. You know, actually, sorry, this isn't even part of our culture section, but something I've been noticing lately is that it seems like every fucking book is being made into a limited series or movie. And I'm like, do we have time for this? And also, like, do we need to do it? Like, if I've already consumed the literature, Mm -hmm. do I need to then watch it? If we already had whatever that other book was, do we really need normal people? Marie, don't (laughs) get me started. Don't. In fact, me with conversations with friends is the one that just came out. That's right. We already had normal people. Do we really need oh conversations with friends? I mean, I famously didn't even like the books. I preferred conversations with friends. Me too. And I didn't watch normal people. Me either. I, I tried to. One episode of conversations with friends, and I said, I hate this. I just don't care. And what's the author's name again? I want to say Sally Rooney. Sally Rooney, that's correct, that's correct. Oh, is it? Okay, great. Right? I was going to say, I know it's not, but I think maybe I it think is. you're right. Okay, um, great. Wow, we're coming across as haters. Um, here's the thing. I feel annoyed that everybody just decided that they, that these are the best books and that they are the best series. And I'm just like, who decided this? I know. And... You know, there are a lot of I like I love a limited series. Like don't I get mean, me wrong. Same. Um Little Fires Everywhere was so fantastic. Phenomenal. I'll watch anything Carrie Washington does for the rest of her life forever. You know what? I agree. Does she make three faces? Yes. Do I love those three faces? Yes. Is she Olivia Pope in everything? Yes. She really like she goes she only has level one and level forty six. And I love that about her. Yeah. And she also is one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen in my life. Stunning. So love to see her. Sally Rooney, I just think at a certain point I'm like, we get it. You know? Millennial it just, it's malaise. All kind of the same. Yes. I did like her new book more i really liked it beautiful world where are you yes that was my favorite i like all of her books i will probably read them all because i like a book that's like severely pathologically interior with like an extremely fucked up but like quietly so protagonist who is annoying and smart (laughs) but i don't need to watch 15 limited series about that girl i simply don't no um you know what i heard today what by heard i mean read <gasps> the vanishing half is becoming oh. you guessed it a limited series. well that's gonna be great that's gonna be great but i'm like if it's always the most popular books then aren't these the things that people have already read yes you know? i wonder if the this is i wonder if this is the way that adults always feel because when you're 30 you read all the books <laughs> oh god like is this forever you know i think it might be 
It and could be. Again, don't get me wrong. A lot of them are great, but it just feels like every single thing is becoming a movie. But you know what I'm very excited about? Hmm. Daisy Jones and the Six. That's going to be phenomenal. Nothing short of phenomenal, it was, I'm I sure. Mean, a cinematic novel should be in the cinema. Yeah. Bring it to the cinema. Evelyn Hugo is also going to the cinema. Well, that's going to be fucking Epic. perfect. Yeah. It's that's going to be, be perfect. perfect. All right. Anyways, <laughs> a little off topic, but Marie, we, we love how to do it. the heck did you spend your spare time this month? I spent my spare time this month on vacation. Bitch. Yes, bitch. I took a vacation like in a serious way. Mm-hmm. Um, I took more than a week off of work. Um, I went to Puerto Rico for my boss, my boss's wedding to friend of the pod, Chelsea. Hi, Chelsea. Um, and it was so fun. We went up the week before to Puerto Rico or down the week before to Puerto Rico, uh, myself and Hannah, and we read books on the beach and it was so like indulgent and wonderful and relaxing. Yeah, it was fantastic. I can't recommend spending your spare time on vacation more. You know what? I would like to try that. I think you're going to like it. I think you're really going to like it. What a concept. What I feel like we just, you know, life these days is so inescapable. It's everywhere mm-hmm. you look. And I can't imagine what a vacay could do for the mind. Okay, what else did you do besides vacation? Anything? Honestly, it's my my strongest memory of the month is vacation. Wow, that's pure. But I've been making a lot of food at home, oh. which is really fun. Um, we're about to adopt some small baby kittens. Oh my god! It's, I know. it was truly only a matter of time. It feels like it's been twenty years in the making. Yes, there are going to be two small baby cats here. I'm str- I'm like stressed out because of how excited I am. I'm excited for your cat content that I will I'm gonna be view from afar. Completely insufferable, I think. I'm gonna try to rein it in, but it's hard. This is your warning, people of the This pod. is your warning. Um, what about you? How did you spend your spare time in May? Um, in May it feels like I did absolutely not a single thing. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Which is sad. But also sometimes it's important. Yeah, but it wasn't like a rejuvenating nothing. It was mm. like a I feel claustrophobic mm. and sad is really is the truth mm. yeah um, lay it out but you know i think i'm kind of at this point where i really need some big things to change in my life mm-hmm. and it's like i'm putting all my energy towards those changes yep. um those changes being my job mm-hmm. hopefully no one from my job listens to this if they do they should know the truth. That's They're the truth. a real friend. I'm miserable. Um, <laughs> and the second being, I'm I'm kind of on this like health journey, mm-hmm. which it's been a sad month for me in the sense that I feel really positive and proud of myself because I am more like active and like more strong, I feel like, than I have been in literally years, mm-hmm. like a big like symptom of my anxiety is like sometimes anxiety about working out like related to heart rate like it was for years and years and years I don't know if like that's ever been something for you but so I just kind of like when I was anxious would like be like oh well I can't like do anything too strenuous because Mm -hmm. if I push it whatever 
so I feel like I've like really really broken through that in a huge way and can actually like move my body in a way that like feels good for me and I feel like proud to be in a really healthy place with it and so I've been like running and pelotoning and rock climbing and like I feel swimming like I've been very active but Mm -hmm. as a result as I've talked about on this podcast my body has really changed and so and it's like crazy because I feel like it hasn't changed that much like to even to myself I'm like why why is this happening but when I tell you not a single thing that I own fits not a single thing that I own fits and so that's been like a really difficult like additional journey that I've been going on where it's just like I feel very like um kind of like I mean the job search process is just like so fucking like horrible like yeah we've got to rebrand that completely oh god Um, disrupt the job search market so bad but just like feeling like shit about that and kind of navigating that and then also feeling like very not at home in my body and like feeling very just like uncomfortable in all my clothes. Yeah. Those two things compounded has made for like a challenging month and not to be like such a downer, but no, that's like kind of where I've been spending a lot of my spare time is like trying to figure out like what, how do I get out of this space sort of deal? And like what are the correct actions or like behaviors that I can control now in order to like in the future get to this like future state where I hope to be on two like fairly major things yeah. <laughs> in my and, own life. I mean, it's the thing about clothes that is so impossible is it really doesn't take much for your clothes not to fit. And I know we talked about this last month, it's but crazy. it's always pertinent. It doesn't take much for your clothes not to fit. And when your clothes don't fit, you feel like shit. Yeah, and I my body has changed a lot over the last two years, and yeah, you've had some like pendulum swings, some, like, big really time. In- yeah, I like lost twenty pounds like in May of twenty twenty, which is uh, way I too mean, much. I'm small, so like that's not mm-hmm. it wasn't normal for me, but um, yeah, and I, I just feel like I ha- like I bought clothes, and it's like it's just like all of it. You know what I mean? Like I I don't like to be wasteful and now it's like okay well I just got these shorts last summer Mm -hmm. that were huge and now they literally can't get them on my legs so like how am I supposed to beep boop beep that right it's just it's just it's a mind fuck it's a budget problem it's everything it's and I know I think we talked about this but I got targeted for the (laughs) the the, like good American oh yeah I'm like always fits jeans Mm -hmm. that are like it's for size 8 to 14 and I'm like that's it I don't believe that those really work (laughs) but that concept is good because I'm willing to give it a shot right I'm like I don't want to have to buy new clothes every time I like eat a meal it's crazy (laughs) It's crazy. And it's like, it's tough for me right now, too, because I'm like, I want to be strong and I want to be the healthy version of myself that I am like, right, on a journey to be. And like, I feel better mm-hmm. about who I am today, but I feel bad in my clothes. So it's like, what is the solution? The other thing that's so insane, and I've been experiencing the same thing. And I've heard this feedback so that I – so I know it's not that helpful, but I think it's also crazy that it's, like, you definitely, like, 
look stronger, but you also look the same. I look the same. I know that. And like that's – I was expressing this to Goldie, who I've talked about a lot on this podcast, obviously. I'm like, oh, I feel like my clothes don't fit. Like I feel terrible, blah, blah, blah. I feel like I've like put on all this weight. And she's like, you look literally exactly the same. You look exactly the same as you did the last like six months. Mm-hmm. So like it's just – and the other weird thing is like if you only wore leggings – You'd feel different. Probably. You know probably. what I mean? And it's just like, it's crazy that it's like, oh, if I do a Peloton workout and then I wear my like comfies all day, then I'm like, I'm hot. I look awesome. I'm amazing. But if I like do a Peloton workout and then I like put on a pair of like no stretchy jeans, I'm like, oh, like I'm awful. I need like, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. such a like it's shitty. Wild. And it's so strange because you're like, I know in my mind the truth Mm -hmm. but my brain which is also my mind is mad now (laughs) the other part the other part of it yeah no it's it's really wild um but yeah so that's kind of where i've been at this Mm -hmm. month it's been a little bit um dark but i Mm -hmm. do think that good things are coming and for some positives i did see some live music that was really wonderful Mm -hmm. and uplifting i also um actually like made plans to go to like seven concerts with a lot of my friends who i haven't like my friend brenna Mm. is like one of my best friends in this world and we went to college together and like we went to so many concerts together like in college and like in the years that we lived together in boston we haven't been to a show together since we were saying like i think ingrid michelson house of blues whoa 20 15 like that's so long and so like we just made plans to go to four shows together and it's like things like that are like really bringing me joy um i got to see my old friend from college do comedy stand up um mary beth barone check her out it was so fun And, and it was just like i think like this the like sparks in my spare time this month were like the connection points with mm. friends especially friends who like are old friends and mm-hmm. who like you know it's like there's something different about seeing somebody like i hadn't seen mary beth for like a few years and just being like oh my god like you're exactly the same i'm exactly mm-hmm. the same our friendship is exactly the same even yeah. if we haven't talked or like seen each other consistently um so that was really joyful and yeah so it wasn't all bad but i would say it's uh, it was not vacation um for me and that's and okay. That's okay. Yeah. This is a real ass pod. You yes, know? it is. Um, well, speaking of um, highs and lows, what was your best this month? My best actually is kind of like ties exactly into what you were saying. Um, I had a couple of funny little like run-ins with old friends. So actually, even just today, I one of my friends who I'm actually – this is connected to what you were just saying in multiple ways. One of my old friends from grad school who I'm going to visit this week to go to a music festival. So fun. Um, which I haven't this been to been a music festival since 2012. So. Oh my God. Coachella 2012. The Tupac hologram. Scary. It was a t- different time. <laughs> I honestly didn't know that you had been to Coachella, but we'll, we'll get to we'll, that we'll at a different time. Um, so we're going to Louisville on thursday and she texted me today being like hey i was in baltimore for my sister's graduation and our flight got canceled like are you home and i was like yeah i'm working from home like come hang out so i like got to see her unexpectedly early this week 
And then when we were in Puerto Rico, I got a DM. I had posted something. One of my friends, Angie, who I went to school with from when I was six until senior year of high school, oh was like, are you in Puerto Rico? I live here now. And so we, like, ended up going out with her on Friday night and then, like, having brunch on Saturday. And it's just, like, really fun to have those run-ins. And I feel it's like the best ever. you – it's something that we really, really missed in the COVID. Like, obviously – COVID is raging right now. So like, I don't want to say like in this, now we're in a post COVID, but like during COVID, you never fucking ran into anyone ever. No, um, no one. And it's, and it honestly, a lot of this is because of social media too. Like I, the best feeling is when you're like, Oh, you post that you're like on a weekend trip somewhere. And someone's like, Oh, like I used to live right there. You should go to like get a sandwich here or whatever. Or like, Oh, I'm, I live here. Like, let's get a drink. Like that stuff is so fun. And I love the spontaneity of that that i feel like that's something that's been really missing so that was the high of my month it's been really fun the unexpected hangs that's so nice and maybe that's a comment on how social media is not all bad not all bad there's some really good stuff about it definitely is i love that um my best i actually have a two two time best if you can believe it two time best fucking low you deserve it recap (laughs) um one is something that I texted you about while you were in Puerto Rico. I said, this is yes. actually important enough for you to know about it now. Um, I got a maple bagel mm-hmm. with candied salmon cream cheese that mm. rocked my fucking world. It's from Call Your Mother. I got you've it at the farmer's us, You've market. heard us talk shit about it before. Yeah, I think Call Your Mother is like kind of whatever. Severely overrated. Yeah, that's the word. Um, I was desperate and I said, <laughs> all right, it's actually called a maple salt and pepper important because you know sweet salty yes and um the thing that i loved about it is that they toasted it and then the maple kind of hardened you know so it was like it wasn't like a total like creme brulee shell vibe but it was like there was a little bit of a crack when you were biting into it well that's what i love about the panera cinnamon crunch bagel that bagel is phenomenal i mean that's the hot take of the century but and I couldn't agree more. It's so good. I haven't good. had it in at least 10 years. I had and one. I bet if I had it now, I would say it's too sweet. Um, I'm interrupting your best, but no. we ha- we won a um, Panera bagel party um, <gasps> for our office at WeWork. <laughs> oh, congratulations. For holiday door decoration. No big deal. And I came to work specifically to take all of the cinnamon crunch bagels. Oh, yeah. I used to get them with, um, correct me if I'm wrong cinnamon dolce cream cheese whoa i've only ever had them with regular cream cheese <laughs> yeah i was going all in i like it maybe that's why i thought it was too sweet it's mm, like cake you just gotta get the right that's a great bagel and you know what i i'm here to say that Panera's pretty good Panera's pretty good pretty good no shade to panera coffee bad food good yeah not bad so we love a sugar in the toaster what happens in there is good what happens there is really good like a liege waffle ever heard of it like oh, that is yeah. some of the best stuff on earth really good stuff so this bagel is great i would highly recommend it Mm -hmm. another thing that really made my month um so our friend maddie has a floral business and she's kind of figuring it out which i love for her but a current iteration is that she partnered with two boots farm which is a floral farm in the baltimore area Mm -hmm. and you could order a flower share and then they deliver it to her house and you can pick it up so I did this because I wanted to support my friend Maddie and it was a hundred dollars mm-hmm. for 
four weeks of flowers. So really nice. Twenty five dollars a bouquet at all. That's like how much you spend at Trader Joe's if you get like eight different types of flowers, which I generally do. Yes, and also if you are ordering delivery flowers on any other they're like 98 dollars at least 80 dollars for the worst flowers you can imagine for the ugliest flowers and i'm talking about like i don't think these are ugly flowers but they're cheap flowers like that's for like a carnation bouquet right so you're getting some of the most gorgeous flowers on earth coming from this farm for 25 dollars a week and like it's such a fucking mood booster like i'm mm. gonna keep doing it because i would go and she's my neighbor so it's like logistically very easy for me mm. but like I leave my apartment around two or three for a little work break, walk over, pick up a stunning bouquet of local um, stems. And I mean, like the bouquets are generous, like, Mm. and then it's so fun to like the following week go through and like take any of the flowers that are still doing great and put them in like mini vases in my house. It was just like so pleasurable. And I was like, this is more worth my money than like almost anything that I buy. I'm so excited to be around more so that I can do it because I've been really wanting to get in on that stuff. It's a really great price. And if you don't live in D.C., I would encourage you to look into like flower shares in your area if you also love the perks of a fresh bloom because this was like truly week making. Like uh, the best part of my day is like waking up and starting to make coffee in the morning and then just like looking at the bouquet because I have it next to my sink. So nice. Really nice. What was your worst? Oh my god. Okay, oh no. so I had some really, really bad food in Puerto Rico. That is sad. I, I know. I had some good food too. But and this isn't actually my worst, but I'll preface this with saying like the one and this is like such a fucking snobby thing to say, but it's like the one downside of being on vacation for a week mm-hmm. is Maybe I'll, let me reframe that. The <laughs> upside of coming home from vacation oh, for a week love. is returning to your own kitchen and eating food that you make. And I think like because we've been not eating out that much in the past almost three years, my body is just like not accustomed to eating three meals a day of restaurant food. Mm-mm. And I was fucked up when we got back. Like I was fucked up from eating so much like a lot, there's, I mean, Puerto Rican food, a lot of fried food. So much is really delicious. Mm-hmm. But like nine days of nonstop restaurant food is a lot. That's a lot. Just on a any lot. given day. Um, And we had some excellent food. But there was a true worst of the year contender. Worst of the year. Yes. Wow. Talk to me. So the last night that we were in Vieques, which is an island off the eastern shore of puerto rico Mm -hmm. really wonderful 15 out of 10 recommend very cool place um we stayed in this amazing eco lodge i'll Mm -hmm. call it called la finca victoria which was stunning right i have to ask you what is an eco lodge eco lodge is like a usually kind of like hipstery hotel Mm -hmm. that is sustainable and like often it's very like yogic and like this one was okay, vegan literally yes eco eco so Got this it. one is like all of the rooms were like standalone little tree houses and like oh my there's a beautiful pool and every morning there's complimentary yoga and like really just a wonderful vibe that sounds wonderful and it's all vegan cuisine okay which can be great we had a vegan dinner just the other night so that i made good. in my home delicious 
We got there. We're sunning ourselves by the pool. There's like a wonderful little snack bar. Hannah was like, I'm going to get a snack. She goes over. She gets a slice of banana bread. Vegan banana bread has no business being bad. Most of the things in it are vegan. Yeah. It was one of the worst things I've ever had. Um, I have chills. Let's begin with the price. It was $6. For what kind of slice slice, I would say we're talking about like two inches by four inches. Small. Mm. Very small. The outside of the banana bread, it seemed to have (laughs) been like rolled in flax seeds. (gasps) No. And those were burned. No. Uh, There was about like maybe half a centimeter of around the perimeter underneath the burned crust that was like cooked and tasted good uh-huh. and the rest of it was raw <gasps> and so bitter oh and so grainy oh god the texture was horrible. was it gluten-free also who knows i mean it tasted gluten-free mm-hmm. it was like everything about <laughs> this food no was like what why people think that vegan food is disgusting i'm completely following so the banana bread was bad, really oh, bad. Um, we went out for dinner. We had a great dinner. We came back. Vegan? No, we went out. Mm, uh, they they, the they only have dinner on Friday nights, and it was not a Friday, so we were spared. Um, <laughs> we got back. I would have killed for your Dude, vegan dinner review. I fucking <laughs> wish, because they do this like dinner. It's like a vegan dinner series that it's like oh, a, a tasting menu. And so we were looking at the menus, and they look horrible. <laughs> um so we get whatever we go out to dinner it was wonderful we got home we fall asleep in our like beautiful like romantic treehouse it's like upstairs like lofted bed like all of these like all the way open you can hear all the beautiful night sounds ladder down to go to the bathroom in the bathroom downstairs i wake up in the middle of the night sick up and down the ladder like five to eight times in the middle of the night this is horrible a ladder, so, ladder when you have to like mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. I, I got up to go to the bathroom and I was like, mother. I like forgot there was a ladder. I'm surprised that you didn't like poop on the ladder. It was amazing. <laughs> I really. Not to assume what was going on. That's what but. was going on. Um, <laughs> and so I went up and down the ladder. I smashed my head into the top of the floor when I was glad because it was like four in the morning like it was so dark it was so late I was just like oh this is like a horror a nightmare and it's like any other in under any other circumstances this would be amazing but I was like this is the worst possible time to be in a fucking tree house Lisa this was after your dinner just after After our normal dinner so we wake up in the morning I was like Hannah I was so sick last night I feel bad still and she was like oh my god I had no idea I slept the whole time thank god (laughs) we knew that we had free breakfast at oh, the hotel God. and a i was vegan. like okay maybe the, it's, oh, i'm no. sure it's gonna be like oatmeal oh, and fruit no. like it's a vegan place like they're not gonna serve us anything crazy like i'm sure it'll be fine we go down to get breakfast it is <laughs> served to us and it's a um beet and coconut sauce which by the way i have a beet <laughs> beet intolerance and it like makes my stomach hurt so badly beet and coconut sauce with (laughs) um smashed sweet potatoes (laughs) lisa's crying and then quinoa with plantains this is a horror movie yeah it's exactly what you don't want when you've been you (laughs) 
<laughs> like oatmeal. And instead, I got like the most complex of complex carbs plus something that I was allergic to. Only option. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> So I took beet and coconut have never been paired together. No. Ever. I mean, it was only to make it cute. You know what I mean? Like it was like a pink sauce. The plantain in the quinoa. You had to eat something that makes you ill. Correct. Well, I I tried to pick around Mm -hmm. the beet and coconut and just eat the quinoa. Well, quinoa is disgusting. Just in case anyone was in case anyone out there is still feeling like they should be eating quinoa. You don't have to. You don't have to. Guess what's good for you? Rice. Mm -hmm. And it tastes good. Mm -hmm. So don't eat quinoa. So this quinoa had plantain in it. The plantain was not cooked enough. It was hard. I'm so sorry. Backing up. This was quinoa, sweet potato, and plantain. And plantains. That's too many. It's the starchiest. I mean, I was like, maybe this will be good for me. It's so much fiber. Mm -mm. But it wasn't. I had like two bites and I was like, absolutely not. I'm going to sleep. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. And it was like plated with love delivered to us by a girl who was so excited to give it to us. I was like, Whoa. Hannah was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, it's beet and coconut. And we were both like, ooh, this is not good. That is horrible. So that was the worst food that I've eaten in quite some time. In recent mem. And it also was like made worse by the circumstances and like twofold because one it was like i wasn't feeling well and second it was like this was the last night of our trip i had like booked this fancy place for us such a disaster so um that is yeah hilarious i saved that story to tell you why i literally cried laughing so hard yeah i'm just really bad i wish i had a picture of it so badly I'm just imagining you up and down on a little ladder in the middle of the I night. wish I could show you the ladder. It was not good. That was hilarious. And I'm was sorry like, that happened to you, but... It's worth it for I'm the story. I'm you're okay now. Uh-huh, I'm fine now. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know, vacation isn't all rainbows and butterflies. No, you have to have... I mean, if you go on vacation for long enough, you are going to be a little sick at some point. Absolutely. That's just the way it is. And you're going to eat something really gross. By another country, I mean a U.S. um, What do we call it? (sighs) Territory. Territory. The thing that's the craziest, like Vieques is wild. Like it is super, like it's pretty untouched. There's no resorts there. Yeah, when you told me you were like off-roading. Yeah, we were like like, off-roading in a golf cart. There's like miles of these beautiful like untouched beaches and like there are wild horses. Just like pretty insane that it's America. Like it's really different from any place I've ever been. Um, So I really recommend it. Um, But yeah, it's – culturally, it's different. Mm -hmm. Puerto Rico is – I mean, I think a lot of Puerto Ricans would – be happy to say we are not part of the united states and if they're gonna be part of the united states guess what they should be a fucking state yeah when we were there we were like our brethren and taxation without representation so crazy (laughs) yeah so that was my worst well Um, that was a wild ride and i liked it thank you sorry that was a little longer than i thought but i had to give i had to give the glory details yeah yeah what about you what was your worst um my worst is that erica was (laughs) potentially a grand juror this month i think you need to tell everyone just a little bit more about what that entails so she received a summons in the mail and 
Have you ever done jury duty? No, I've never I've never been called. Me either. We should fucking knock on wood. I know. I'm like, they're going to be like, all right, easy-ish or a spare time the pod is coming to jury <laughs> yeah, duty. Like, Honestly, that would be hilarious. I, yeah. We'll I, go, but we'll only go together. Oh, that would be so fun. Like, imagine the jurors on the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. That is 30 miles away from us. And it's been going on for so long. Forever. I just, I'm like, how are you guys employed still i know well so anywhom erica got a summons Mm -hmm. and we really went through like the range of emotions we were excited we were nervous we were scared we were fearful we were curious you know everything can you say can you explain for the lay people out there like what's the difference between a regular juror and a grand juror oh a grand actually i learned that it's the other jurors are called um Pettit jurors. Oh, like, like small? <laughs> uh, but they call it Pettit. Stupid. Yeah. Maybe that's not true, but that's what I was told. Um, so the difference, according to my sources, is that a grand jury... So, like, because we're in D.C., we mm-hmm. can get called for the federal grand jury. Mm-hmm. And those cases start at six months. <sighs> six months to a year, which is quite a commitment. It's so long. And I just think it's a little bit kooky. Like, who <laughs> can do that? It is a little bit kooky. Yeah. And and so it's like they pick a bunch of people and there's like alternates and stuff. So if you have to mm-hmm. go on vacation, like whatever. But the thing about the grand jury is that there's like no information about it anywhere online. So weird. Because it's like if you're on a grand jury, you can't ever talk about it. Because Could the cases like that they an try NDA are like really after? intense. Well, I think that there's like, I think you don't really want to. Like, I don't think Mm. you want people to know because they could come for you. Oh. You know? Like, being a juror, there's a responsibility there. Um, It's your civic duty. But yeah, I think there is some actual confidentiality. um, Crazy. Like, aligned with it. So there's like relatively a lot of information on, you know, like Prince of Popville or like general like DC info sites about the pettit jury but there's literally nothing about the grand jury so i can totally understand like where erica was coming from like that causes a person to spiral to be like what is gonna happen like what if i have to do this yeah what if i have to be committed to this for a fucking year plus year plus like like what does this mean what if i have to do it like it's a lot of questions with no answers and i have respect for that um but yeah so for i would say months weeks like probably six weeks like we were going through that whole process of being like what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. and then the day finally came where she went and um i'm really happy to say that she was dismissed i'm really happy that she was dismissed but also it would have been i want to know i know i think it would have been like really interesting but i was a little stressed about it and not to make this about me but like this is your podcast baby this is my podcast um she like, doesn't listen she does actually <gasps> now erica. hello erica hi girl we're talking about you um because i was just like well if you have to do this we have a lot of plans in our life together uh-huh and if those plans have to be canceled for this i'm gonna be annoyed yeah, that's totally fair. Maybe that's a little, you know, uncool. 
or a little like selfish, but I don't think it's uncool. I mean, maybe if you knew if it was really something important and you felt passionately about it, you would say, okay, fine for the cause. But right now a blank slate, we don't know what it's for. That's annoying. I think that's what it is. It's like, there are so many unknowns and it's like, if somebody was just like, Hey, it's going to be this amount of time. This is what you have to do. This is the trial. Then I'd be like, Right. But to be like, oh, you have to potentially give up all of your future plans for a year for for question mark. It's crazy. So that's wild. That was the worst of the month. Yeah, that's sure. And may I offer my public congratulations to Erica Davin for being dismissed? I am so excited for her. I presume she didn't even have to do anything weird. No, I don't think she had to do anything weird. Good for her. She just told the truth. She just told the truth and, you know, I did feel that she had a very compelling reason mm-hmm. to not be able to do it. And, yes. you know, what did I know? But I had a good feeling. I'm happy for her. I'm happy for her. I'm happy for us. For us as a family. Yes. Yeah, so um, hopefully that's the last time I'll be speaking about a grand jury. Ever again. Mm-hmm. We're both going to get called for a grand jury. I know. No. That's why I said that. Because <laughs> I was trying to reverse the karma. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but yeah, that's that was the best and the worst. Love. Pretty, pretty, uh, whatever. Um, are you ready for my spare time wreck? Yeah, I'm born ready. Okay, so it is the Claire Saffitz confetti cake. I can't believe that I haven't had this before. So the good news is I'm going to make it for a third time, Thank which God. is crazy. It's but from dessert person, right? It's from dessert person. It's confetti cake, basically, mm-hmm. but she calls it confetti cake. Okay, whatever. For like trademark reasons. <laughs> yes. It is also on the internet. So if oh, you search confetti cake good. from dessert person, you'll find it. Random House Books, the publisher, posted the recipe. Hey, don't they want you to buy their book? You know what? It seems like they are fine if okay, you Okay, great. Thanks, Random House. That's generous. I don't even like Funfetti, and this cake is phenomenal. It's so good. What? Okay, I'm going to need you to back that up. Okay. What don't you like about Funfetti? It's too sweet, generally. Fine. Okay. Fair? Totally fair. Like if like the package mm-hmm. cake? I don't need yeah, to yeah. eat that. But the concept is not a problem to No, you. no, I love sprinkles. Okay, great. I, but I'm also a chocolate girl, mm-hmm. you know? So, yes. like, I definitely... If there's a chocolate cake or a vanilla cake with sprinkles in it, I'm going to go with the chocolate I cake. I couldn't agree more. But this Funfetti cake, Confetti cake, has really changed my mind. It's very nuanced. Mm-hmm. It's not too sweet. It's so moist. It's so easy. The only thing is that the batter is, like, voluptuous. <laughs> like, it it's makes a lot. So you do need, like, a bigger stand mixer in order to make this. Mm. Um, but otherwise, it's perfect. Here's the thing that I love the most about it. It has... A quarter of a teaspoon of almond extract in it that I really think makes all the difference. Yum. I love almond extract. I love almond extract. It is powerful, though. Powerful. That's all you need. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so good. I made this for a friend's birthday. She requested it. And then Erica requested it for her birthday. So I made it at the beginning of May. And then I'll be making it for my other May baby, Bo. Cute. Marie, I have to tell you. So we had Erica's birthday cake. And Mm -hmm. he was... So exciting. He got to try a slice. Little, It was literally this big. Mm-hmm. He was so pumped. It was his first slice of cake ever. Whoa. And he kept saying that I made the cake. He knew that. And then I went to go see him on Thursday. And I said, Bo, your birthday's coming up. What do you want for your birthday? And he said, Ali cake. No. He said, I want you to make me a cake. He said, 
I'm hooked on the sugar. He said, girl, you better make me a cake. He said, that's the best thing I've ever fucking tasted and I'm never going to forget it. And I said, I'll make you a cake. What kind of frosting did you put on it? Um, Cream cheese. Fuck yeah. And then I covered the whole thing, every single inch with sprinkles. That's correct. Texture off the planet. Oh. I it's so it. good. I need it. Bo's going to have a funfetti cake, but he's going to have a trash truck decor. Oh. So on top, there's going to be a dump truck, and then out of the truck is going to be coming sprinkles. M&M's. Oh, M&M's. His favorite treat. Cute. So, but I think I'm going to do the size of sprinkles because they're like required. Yeah, yeah. Really cute. Love I'll that. I'll bring you a slice. Okay, great. If there's it's any left, Bo might very need it all. Good. You know what? He can only have literally a two inch by one inch piece that's how big he had he's it. a baby he's a baby after all he's not even two um but i would say make this cake it's very very easy and it's very good it's actually many people said it was the best cake they've ever had damn so okay i'll make it just a recommendation from me love what are you gonna recommend to me i'm gonna recommend two else? books that i read whoa uh not i mentioned one, but two say again not one but two not one but two Fiction and nonfiction. Great. Um, I read a novel called The School for Good Mothers, much uh, anticipated novel. You've probably much. seen it on the lists. It's on the lists. It's by Jessamine Chan, and it was so fucking good. If you like uh, Never Let Me Go, which is one of my all-time favorite novels, oh. or if you like kind of a... How, I, I mean, I hesitate to say sci-fi because I think that it like mirror gives vibe. the wrong. Yes. Yes. I think so. Like sci-fi kind of gives the wrong impression, but it is sci-fi. It's mm-hmm. science fiction. Yes. Um, it's a little bit of a black mirror. It's a little bit of a like taking the things that we're doing now and just pushing them right up to the point where they're really obviously fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's pretty i gave it five stars i think it's wow. pretty fucking like i made me the reason that i gave it five stars and the reason that i have to recommend it is because this has not happened to me in so long towards the end of the book i was hysterically crying oh my god and that doesn't happen i feel like in books for me that much interesting um at least it hasn't recently um and it wasn't even the end of the book. I had like 75 pages left. And like when I tell you that like teardrops were falling onto the book to the <gasps> point that I was like, this is the library book. I have to like put it I'm down for a second. Yeah. Um, That's so poetic. it's about a woman who has a baby and she uh, basically like makes a bad mistake and snaps like and barely and leaves her baby at home for a couple hours which i think is i've never had a baby so i don't know but it seems like it would be pretty easy to get to a point where you might snap in that way mm-hmm. like she didn't do anything evil to her child but you certainly shouldn't leave your baby alone in your house but the consequences are bananas Bananas. you read it right yes what did you think i was like kind of medium on it but i think that as a book it's an interesting concept. I think it just made me feel icky. Mm-hmm. And I didn't love that feeling liked for feel me. Icky. But I think that's the point. Have you read Never Let Me Go? No. Kazuo Ishiguro. I'll give it to you tonight. I can picture the cover. It's I've read it countless times. Wow, I need to. I think it's it's going to make you feel icky. 
but and that's okay it's okay to feel icky it's but really good i think i gave it three stars not because it's a bad book but for me it mm-hmm. was to me, when i read a book three stars i feel like it's neutral totally fine hannah also gave it three stars but i think a lot of people really really love it i really loved it mm-hmm. um the other book that i really loved is um tell me everything um there's a subtitle i lost my tab oh tell me everything the story of a private investigation by erica kraus um this is another one that's pretty tough um yeah. it's i stopped reading it because i said i feel icky yeah it's it's, it's a hard one so it's a and it but it's also really interesting so it's about this it's a memoir slash investigative journalism piece of nonfiction by this woman who like sort of accidentally ends up being the private investigator working with the lawyer who was the point person on the landmark title nine case um for the university of colorado Crazy. boulder which like made title nine which was previously just used for mostly athletic gender discrimination. That's what Title IX was founded for because there were way more men's sports teams than women's sports teams. And so the argument was that there are fewer opportunities for women to have scholarships to college for athletics, which is true. And then Title IX expanded to, you know, basically like gender-based discrimination in hiring and in classes. But then this case is what made Title IX something that was applicable to uh, sexual harassment and sexual assault and sexual violence on college campuses as an impediment to gender equity on campus. Um, and the, the reason that this is so interesting is because this woman is a really good writer and she's not a lawyer. She's not a like title nine investigator. She's just kind of like a random lady who like <laughs> ran into this lawyer and he was like, Hey, I think you would be really good at this. Try it. Um, so it's about her navigating that it's about the case and there's a lot of really good context, historical context for this kind of legal argument. Uh, she really delves into her own sexual abuse related trauma, which is really hard. Um, and then she also talks a lot about like, it's about football players. Um, and she also she paints a really nuanced and complex pictures of these of these boys who are like traumatically brain injured and also taught that they're gods, essentially, mm. once they get to college. But a lot of them are also like come from extremely hard backgrounds. So like that navigating that shift is really hard. Um, and so I, I just thought it was a really like well done snapshot of an incredibly complicated issue and that she told the story with a lot of nuance. Um, and it's a topic that I like have worked in and that I like care a lot about and I hadn't really read about this case before. So I thought it was awesome. Your description of it just made me want to read it, even though I DNF'd it already. You're like, ugh. It's not like light. Yeah, I think I just maybe wasn't like in the place to read this book. I thought it was going to be a little bit more like salacious. Right. I mean, it was billed on. We both got it from Book of the Month, maybe. Or I I got it from Book of the Month. Yeah, I got it like from the library, but it It, was a book of the month. It was billed as kind of like a thriller yeah like it would be fun yeah like it's like not fun when i checked when i picked it from book of the month they were kind of like it's a non-fiction crime thriller yeah which is like absolutely uh like a pretty fucked up description actually um 
and I basically just got lucky that I liked it. Yeah. Because I definitely did not know this is what it was about when I picked it. Yeah, it was just like heavy. Super heavy. Um, But I love the way that you described it. And I think that's an important book. And like there's some really important kind of like parallel investigations at play. Yeah. And I've read a few books about this ish recently that I've really liked. But I think like if you're going to pick one like verse like this one versus like the Chanel Miller one yeah, I was just which thinking, like, I thought was also really good but I think that this like is a little bit more educational and gives mm-hmm. a little more context for like the epidemic of sexual violence on college campuses and like explains a little bit more about like potentially why it's happening so much especially with respect to football culture I hate to say it, but I feel like this would be an interesting movie or docu-series. It would be. It really would be. And the thing that's really funny about it, um, she, like, changed all the names and didn't ever name the university, but it's really, really obvious who she's talking about. I Googled it within the first 15 <laughs> pages because like, I was like, So obvious, which is fine. Um, but I wonder how that works legally. Also, she um, is a friend of a friend of, of mine. Um, oh, interesting. Which I didn't know until I read the back bio cover. Oh, my gosh. Because she teaches at um, Lighthouse, which is like a creative writing school in Denver, where Nini teaches also. Oh, my God. Um, Which is cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, So I was a fan. Great Rex, Marie. Thanks. Not to deviate off script once again. I like when you do. Are you watching The Staircase on No, HBO but I Max? need to. Yeah, it's I really made need for to. You. Sophie Turner's in it. Well, cuz I never watched the docu series. It like just didn't work for me and I know that it's yeah. like true crime canon, but I was like I just don't like the I didn't like the way it was made, but I the story is obviously unbelievable. It's so wild it gives me chills but I saw Sophie Turner on Jimmy Fallon talking about it and he was kind of like why is this one different and Mm. obviously it's like a scripted series yeah but I guess she was saying like this one is less about like what happened like who did it Mm -hmm. and more about like this happened and now we're following the family like through the process of going through trial and like all of that and the thing that I feel about like unsolved cases like that or cold cases like the true crime part of it is not satisfying to me like I don't want to spend 15 hours investing in a case that doesn't have an end like I'm much more interested in a fictionalized version that like Mm -hmm. imagines the psyche is a little more and for those who aren't familiar so the staircase is um it's about a husband and wife in North Carolina and basically the wife is dead one day and it looks like she was pushed down the stairs and her husband like calls 911 and is like she's you know she needs help whatever but he like keeps calling and keeps hanging up and then they get there and she's dead and like they do some like pretty quick i would say like assessments of the crime scene and they're like okay well there's blood literally everywhere she clearly didn't fall down the stairs like something else happened here Mm -hmm. um and so the husband becomes the primary suspect and that's kind of like the thing and i believe that he was acquitted or he went to 
prison, but then like got out. I don't know. You know what? I actually don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. But the craziest part is that his first wife died the same way. I mean, it's too much. And I believe he's currently not in jail. I don't know. I mean, I definitely like I'm not an expert, but it's wild. And they just released this um, show on HBO Max. So I was just wondering. I mean, like, it's like if you hear hoofbeats, horses, not zebras, right? Like if his first wife died by falling down the stairs and his second wife dies by falling down the stairs, it's like it's not right. There's there's a common denominator. I think so. For <laughs> sure. So. Lee. Yeah, well, that leads us right into our culture section. Yes, ma'am. Generally, we review three things that we feel like you need to know. Need Um, to know is from the month. But today we have four. Yeah, why not? Because this month has actually been culture heavy. Culture heavy. Do you want to start us off? Yes. So the first thing on our list of things you need to know for the culture, May 2022. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is actually kind of like the perfect crossover of our interests slash podcast like things we talk about it's really everything Haley kyoko Mm -hmm. lesbian icon pop singer hottie extraordinaire uh long suspected to be dating becca tilly of bachelor nation yes which i just like to put out um publicly that i'm proud to say that i made you aware of this you absolutely and that makes me feel like the pop culture girly that i am you that's I mean, it just is, yeah, you should be proud. Thank you. And usually you're coming to me with the queer news. Right. And this was the queer news that we all needed. It was everyone who knew anything about Becca, Mm -hmm. pretty much. People, I don't think that people really suspected just Haley fans without knowing about Becca. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Because Haley was kind of projecting like a hot, fuck boy mm-hmm. energy which is great for her brand um but we were hoping that it was true that they were dating yeah basically for years years they've been just like well becca really has been subtly but not subtly like you know it's like the whole thing where it's like they're clearly both on vacation at the same place mm-hmm. on instagram but mm-hmm. they're not posting pictures together right like that kind of thing right and bachelor nation is full of people who can't mind their own business so true so these people said i think these girls are dating but you know it was never confirmed and it's not our place to really speculate who cares no it's not our place do we do it sometimes sure yes but guess what this time we were right we were right they confirmed their relationship Mm -hmm. last friday and we're delighted so i think it's really cute Haley kyoko released a video for her new song what's it mm-hmm. called like a girl for the girls for the girls the song is a bop a summer bop for the girls it's for the girls it's really fun listen to it um and in the video she it was like basically set at air quotes bachelor mansion mm-hmm. and it was like her being the bachelorette and dating all these girls mm-hmm. and at the end she's sorry spoiler watch the video pause now if you haven't seen it and want to <laughs> um but at the end, she's like giving away her final rose of the night. And then here's a little beep beep. And a car pulls up and it's Becca getting out. And they just kind of look at each other. In a saucy way. And in that look, they told us, yes, you're right. And then they also both posted on yeah. Instagram. But I thought that was a really cute, cute reveal. It's Super a nod cute. to Becca's days on The Bachelor. Yes. Um, hilarious. She's been teasing this music video 
for as as though it was a dating show. I know to the point that Hannah thought told me <laughs> as though it was fact that she was gonna have a dating show, and I was so excited. It would be cool. Which I'm like, I'm really, I'm very happy for her, but I'm pretty disappointed that there's not going to be a lesbian dating show like hosted by Haley Kiyoko. That would be iconic, but there is a dating show hosted by Betty Who. I cannot wait. I know you can't wait. Me either. So like, you know, we want, we're not going to get that, but we're getting something else. We can't have it all. So important. How do you feel about this? confirmation i really love it i feel like it's uh i feel like it's important for bachelor nation to have like a secret queer girl come out yeah she released so she has an episode or a podcast sorry with her best friend oh my god called scrubbing in um because they used to watch Grey's Anatomy Marie Mm -hmm. um and so she released a new episode today Monday May 22nd 23rd you just Mm -hmm. said it um and it's called for the girls I've listened to about 18 minutes but she is kind of like talking more about the experience of going public and I think she's starting to get into her like queer identity but I feel very very seen by Mm -hmm. everything that she's saying and like I know that my experience is not unique. Like I think a lot of people go through life and end up being more queer than they thought or Mm -hmm. whatever, or being fully queer. And you know, it's, it's such a spectrum and such a journey, but like, I don't even really follow Becca, but like to see this and to like watch the reel of them together. Like I cried Mm -hmm. to start listening to this podcast and kind of hearing her, say it like there's something so important about that kind of representation and just kind of like feeling seen even if it's like someone you don't even know and like I love this for her like Becca's like a hot girl that like went on the bachelor twice twice famously twice and like I don't know I think it's great it's great for the queer girls and the reel that she posted is super cute beyond it's so cute and it's like I don't know like of course it's always going to be hard um no matter what but like it sounds like she's been feeling just overwhelming support and a lot of what she said like I can relate to of just like being nervous about what people might think or Mm -hmm. like how people might receive this thing and like it sounds like for her which is very much true for me too it was just like not really a thing which is like such a gift yeah it is it really is i love it i can't wait to see the content that's going to be coming from them as a couple same seriously hot couple all right next up we have korean american by eric kim our cookbook of the month our cookbook of the month we talked about it last month but we have cooked out of it now more a feast um alisa and erica came over on saturday Mm -hmm. and i made a bunch of stuff i made the old bay shrimp cocktail with Mm -hmm. gochujang cocktail sauce yum i made the sesame and soy deviled eggs yum so good made the cauliflower with magic gochugaru dust loved i made the mushroom and scallion noodles loved japchae i think is what it's called I made the uh, chickpeas. Chickpeas. Oh my god, 
The chickpeas are a winner. Crazy. Glazy, we gochujang chickpeas. I don't think that's what they're called, but that's how they are in my mind. Yeah, they're so good. Uh, kimchi fried rice. So good. I think that's it. There were no misses no at misses. all, Mm-mm. which obviously speaks to oh, you. Oh, the zucchini. Oh, zucchini. I didn't eat that. Um, speaks to you, but I think it also speaks to Eric Oh, it definitely. I mean, he knocked it out of the park. Those recipes are approachable. They and like he first of all like you need to buy this book for like the pros right away like, yeah it's gorgeous but he definitely did a lot of work to like make sure that the ingredients called for in the book are things that generally people do have in mm-hmm. their pantries um so like the noodles we made them tonight they are we decided that they're like the best takeout noodles to make at home ever so you know what good. I mean so good and it's like soy sauce maple syrup dark brown sugar garlic mm-hmm. and sesame oil it's like it's you have delish. those things and you make the mushrooms and the scout you ro- like broil them for five easy. minutes it's so easy oh and Elisa made dessert she made the um chocolate gochujang lava cakes fun so good really good easy Overall, I loved this book before I ever even cooked a thing Mm -hmm. and I would have recommended it. But now, like every single thing that you made, I want to eat again and again and again. It was really. And you know what? I ate all the leftovers today for lunch with Eileen and James and they were better. Fantastic. I did make the um, cauliflower chickpeas and noodles today. Let's go, baby. Which is a sign of a good time. Goddamn good. Yeah, really good. And all this, a lot of the stuff is pantry too. Like the chickpeas are such a pantry meal that kimchi fried rice is such a pantry meal this guy knows what he's doing not fucking around i would say how many stars would you rate this book five four point five to five five i think like it was easy nothing was too involved Mm -hmm. and everything was good yeah everything was good and that dinner that we made like it was a lot of food and it was super inexpensive amazing and mostly vegan amazing yeah love buy this book don't hesitate all right moving on marie this is a short one i just have to confess um i'm not like a reality show girl y'all know really not i always try i'm not i'm not that that's not what i bring to this podcast um however i'm here to announce that i am obsessed with the new kardashian show obsessed it's fantastic it's excellent television it's really well done so I stopped watching the Kardashians like years ago because their old show was so stupid. <laughs> yes. This show is fantastic. I feel like they listened to what the people wanted, which is to see them like genuinely interacting with each other. Mm-hmm. We're curious about what they eat. They're showing us. They're really showing us. They eat way more than I thought. For sure. Um, and it's just like they're showing us like the behind the scenes. They're showing us how they interact with their kids. Mm-hmm. The um, it's less like green screen interview style, and it's more like in the moment yeah. interview style. Like there's like an awareness that the cameras are there. Yes, Kanye and Cam are kind of like low key feuding. Yeah, and they're being really like forthright about it, which I think is fun. I'm loving. Yes. I cried when I watched the latest episode. I'm not caught up, but I know what happens. The thing that I think is interesting, just to circle back to the food, since that's kind of our thing, they eat a lot of, like, catered food in the, like, tinfoil containers. Yeah, they do. Pretty weird. Pretty weird. I'm um, like, you guys are so fucking rich. Like, get someone to plate this for you. You're on TV. And you know what? I guess they don't care. No, I guess they don't care. Like, they're like tacos in, like, giant takeaway i don't know it's just funny i'm like i guess everybody gets the same fucking takeout yeah and they're eating bad food for the most part and 
that's fine i like it it makes me like them more i like it too and you know what like if you're still on the like the kardashians are dumb train like you're it's like that's over you know what i mean it's a boring take it's ice cold ice cold i don't like it no um okay our final piece of culture harry styles released harry's house harry's house harry's house on Mm -hmm. friday Mm mm-hmm what what kind of like Harry Styles fan are you? Every time I listen to Harry Styles, I'm like, why am I not a super fan? Mm-hmm. I think that his music is so good. Mm-hmm. And I really love, there are a handful of his songs that I think are perfect. Number one on the list of perfect songs um, is From the Dining Table. I don't know that I've ever listened it's to it. It's the last song on the first album. And it is so beautiful. I'm going to listen. Yeah, it's it's perfect to me. I just think he's really talented. So yeah. I and I listened to the album and I wasn't listening that attentively. I was doing work, but I liked it. I love. I like album. as it was a lot the sing the first single, which everyone fucking knows from TikTok, but it's mm-hmm. ruined now for me from like Instagram reels by dumb twenty five year olds. I know. I it honestly still works for me when I hear it in the album. I'm very like. I'm just like not really that into Harry Styles for no reason other than I just haven't spent that much time with mm-hmm. his music, mm-hmm. but it is very, very good. And this album I needed, basically I was working on something that I like needed to concentrate on. So I was like, I need to listen to something that I don't know any of the words. Yes. So I ended up listening to the Harry Styles album at least 15 times in a row and I love it. I love the whole thing, but Daylight is my favorite song by a mile. I need to listen to it. I, well, I got to it when I was listening for the second time and I was like, I'm going to pause it here because I know this is the one Elisa likes and I want to listen to it. More I love it so much. I've listened to it probably 250 times wow. at this point. Can't wait. I went on a three mile run today and listened to only that song. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at. Listen to Harry's house. Love it. Marie, what is June? Can you fucking June. believe it? Gonna it's bring. so scary. Wasn't it just January? Yes. Yes. June is going to bring for me mm-hmm. the beginning of wedding season. Yes. Scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going on vacation again. Oh my God. You deserve it. Thanks. I'm going to India. That's <laughs> fucking wild. Hopefully if like fucking monkey pox or like COVID variants don't get in my way. You know, I don't want to discuss monkey pox. I won't discuss that's it. That's where I draw the line. I I know that it's something that's happening and I don't want to know anything else. I, don't, I would like no further information. I'm like, I have the bandwidth for one plague and one plague only. Yes. Um, but going to India, exciting. And parenthood. Got two oh baby cat. The two baby cats. You're busy. That's enough. Yeah, I don't need anything else Those at all. Those are both really exciting. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I've got a really busy summer ahead. And I think last month I was, or a couple months ago, maybe every month for the past few months, I've been like, oh God, like I'm stressed. I have mm. all this stuff coming up. Like, how am I going to make it happen? Just let the days go by and it happens, baby. That's right. The, I'm trying the to days be zen. Keep coming. Days go by, like Keith Urban says. Mm-hmm. Oh, such a good song. The song rocks. <laughs> it brings me straight to the ending credits of How to Lose a <laughs> So good. Yeah, amazing. What I'm about you? June, what does June I'm, hold? I'm just so excited to finally leave Washington. Yeah, you got to get out of here. Yeah, I think I've been here for way too long. I used to be like such a traveler. Jet setter. You guys all know. Um, I'm not going to be here for most of the month. So Get out of here. I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Chicago to visit my friend, Rashawn. Friend of the, the pod. pod. 
Um, I have two weddings in different places. I'm going to see some of my friends in New York. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to spend two weeks on Cape Cod. So just nice. living it up. Love. So I'm really, really, really looking forward to that. Um, and just like continuing my journeys. I'm hoping to find resolution on one of the two miserable journeys I discussed at the beginning yes. of the pod. Um, not to bring up something that's not fun for you. Mm. What are you going to wear to your weddings? Do you okay, know? This is fine. Like I do feel fine about, um, formal wear, formal wear. Great. I got, I, so I do love Newly, and I do think Newly or just like any clothing rental is a great solution. Newly seems wanna, awesome. It's so good. It's really like, I love it. So I rented a bunch of stuff from Newly and all of it was great. So fun. I'm going to wear like a blue and white. Um, long dress for Mm -hmm. one of them and then the other one I'm thinking about wearing that purple and white dress so cute yeah so so did you rent stuff in advance on newly to try it and then you're gonna rent it again or how does that work so basically I knew that I wanted the purple dress Mm -hmm. and it was like sold out Mm -hmm. forever Mm -hmm. so I just like saw that it was back and I said I'm gonna get it okay I'm just gonna keep them oh great until it's time so you is that how it works you can just rent them and keep them um, I'm going to just be like, I'm keeping my same newly for another month. Oh, nice. Or you can keep things and just buy them. But I will say like, I got a pair of jeans. That is my favorite jeans that I have, but in a size smaller. Mm-hmm. And so they fit great in, in my new size, but they're, um, 70% off if I want to buy them. Yeah, that's nice. Via newly. So I'm probably going to buy them. Well, that's the beauty of the clothing rental, I guess also is like you can fluctuate in sizes yeah. because you're just getting new shit every month. It's really nice. Although it's only six pieces, which is like obviously not a wardrobe, but no, like but it works. It's, it yeah, workable. I love Newly. Um yeah, so stay tuned for the formal wear, but Fun. I'm feeling fine about that. Can't wait to see the fits. Can't wait to see your India wedding outfit. <sighs> it's gonna be mage. Love. Well, cheers to a great June. Yeah. Better things ahead for you. Yeah, for sure. It's fine. Yeah. And maybe um, you'll discover that you're no longer allergic to cats and you can snuggle. Maybe. Probably not the snuggle. The last time I was in my friend's apartment who had a cat, my entire face um, blew up. That's not good. That's so, not good. Maybe. I think that when they're <laughs> kittens, they're less crazy. So maybe you can. The time is now. Maybe the time is now. We'll see. We can do some trial runs. I'll be an auntie from afar if I must. I mean, I feel your support and so do my children. <laughs> great (laughs) well this was wonderful yes it was (laughs) thank you for spending your spare time with us Mm -hmm.